everybody, it's Rich Tola, and welcome to another episode of Gist, or Get Your Shit Together. Because it's all about getting your shit together in every area of your life. And we're not talking negatives here, folks. We're talking positive. Everything about this show is about getting your shit together in a positive vein, and this is no exception. We're calling this Buck Conventionality. But first, let me get started by explaining what that means to buck conventionality. First, what is conventionality? Conventionality is defined as the adherence to convention. Convention, normal or accepted rules, methodologies, or customs, right? And how are these customs formed? Most likely, they're formed from your childhood and your upbringing. Because your customs, is it something you're accustomed to through your family? Or it's what your family defines in terms of setting the rules and methodologies? Or is it something that you grew accustomed to through your upbringing, like, for instance, through your schooling? Which, in my case, definitely defined conventionality. In terms of bucking conventionality. Everyone knows what it means to buck, right? To resist or oppose obstinately, strongly. So how do we go about bucking conventionality and why do we do so? Let's talk a little bit about what that means because quite frankly, most people, they go through life, they kind of follow the rules and they follow the methodologies and they follow the path that their family sets out for them. I mean, if I did that, I I would be a barber. My father made me a barber at the age of 16, right? I became licensed. But good news is that I studied hard and I was a good student throughout my younger years and a great athlete. So I was fortunate to get into the University of Pennsylvania, the Wharton School which was all about finance. But then therein lies the problem with conventionality. When I went to Wharton, everything was about finance. Everything was about Wall Street. We're talking the 80s here. So what do you do when you go through the number one school in the country or in the world, for that matter, to learn business and finance, something that you're really good at with numbers, you follow the herd. It's the follow the herd mentality. It's convention. What do you do? You go to Wall Street. That's what I did. Did I like it? Did I really want to go to Wall Street? No. I mean, I spent three stints on Wall Street the course of my life, as well as being an international bank consultant in numerous positions in the finance world. But the whole joke was, I really wasn't happy with finance and being in the world of numbers and high finance. I mean, that that really wasn't what I wanted to do. I had a creative mind at an early age, but unfortunately, I followed convention. I followed these rules and methodologies that I thought was the lay of the land and ended up following a course for many, many years in finance. But that's all gone now because over the past seven years since I moved to Hollywood and got into the creative world, I've been putting out content, all sorts of content. For those of you who checked me out, 15 hours of instructional yoga videos. I have about 200 or so videos on the internet now, short ones to help you work out. The web series stays in. I wrote a book, Simply Between Millions, from Wall Street to Hollywood, kind of defining that and what it is to buck convention and to follow your heart, to have the courage to pursue what it is you're passionate about. So let's talk about that because getting your shit together in this instance is about finding and following your passion. Because if you do so, not only will you be happier, but I truly believe that you will do a better service to society in the long term and affect more lives in the long term than you would if you chose something through conventionality and didn't follow your heart. Because that's what this is about, folks. You get one life. You get one time through this planet. So why not make it yours? Not something that your family set forth. I know a lot of guys. I spent years in the real estate business in New York City. And I'm, I met several several guys, my peers, that have come through their family business that were unhappy in the world of real estate. One guy wanted to be an attorney. Another guy wanted to play the guitar. But 
They followed convention and they ended up in the family business making money, doing whatever. But, you know, the reality was they weren't really happy. And that showed in their private lives. I mean, I got to know their wives. Some of these guys, these rich guys, would be playing golf all day spending time with hookers or whoever the hell they spent time with and their wives are out there getting loaded during the day because they were unhappy too and that goes for women as well I mean if your convention was that you grew up in a family where you get married at a young age to some rich guy who's in the world of high finance or whatever he's in insurance or whatever then perhaps you're going to end up like these women you're going to be drinking during the day unhappy but at the same time you're not following your passion, right? No matter what it is, ladies, gentlemen, doesn't really matter. If your passion is family, if your passion is young kids, maybe you should be in the business of teaching kindergarten, maybe nursery school. So how do you do that, right? First, how do you find and follow your passion? And then how do you go about bucking conventionality? Because that takes a lot of balls. No question. It takes a lot of balls to go against the grain, right? To go against the herd, to not do what people expect you to do. Those are pressures. We have those pressures. We internalize these pressures. So how do you go about that? Okay, let's talk about that. I met this woman. I'll give you an example. I met a woman about two years ago. I went to a a baseball game, one of my nephews, and I'm sitting out in the bleachers and I was just small talking with this woman. And I said, well, what do you do? She says, well, I've been working for the state for the past 21 years. I can't wait to retire. I said, why is that? She goes, well, I hate what I do. I just, I do it because I need a job and the insurance and the money. And, but, but you know what I really like? She was shy about it. She says, I like flowers. I said, well, then why don't you pursue that as a passion? Maybe you can start your own floor. She says, well, how do I do that? I said, well, you start small. Here's what you do. Go volunteer on a Saturday or a Sunday or any day that you have time. Why don't you volunteer for a couple hours? Go to a florist or maybe you go to a place that makes floral arrangements for weddings. I mean, find people that are in the business that you want to be in. Volunteer your time, right? If you're not costing them any money and you're an added asset of value to that company, prove to them. And then you'll find in and yourself whether that's a passion for you. Because what does it mean that you like flowers? Maybe you like planting flowers. Maybe you should own a farm, go to work on a farm. It doesn't really matter, folks. You you have to research. You have to explore, especially for your younger people, right? Your younger guys and girls that are getting out of college. If you're fortunate enough that your parents were well off enough to take care of you. I know a lot of people in their 20s. I mean, I wasn't that fortunate. I know a lot of people in their 20s that their parents pay their rent. They pay their insurance, their car, whatever. They don't have a lot of fixed expenses. Therefore, they don't have a lot of pressures to go out and make money to eat. If I don't make money, I don't eat. So for those of us who are fortunate enough not to have to make money to support yourself, that's a great opportunity to discover what it is you love to do. Because if you find out what you love to do and you pursue that passion, you will be a greater service to society, no question. You'll be happier, you'll send out better energy, and you're going to be attacking life on a daily basis because you only get one time through, remember. So if you're fortunate enough where someone else is paying those bills, that's a great opportunity for you to explore. You got to be curious. You got to want to learn about yourself and do your best to find what it is that makes you excited, makes you get up every day and say, let's go. I want to do this. For me, I love fitness, right? We talk about health and fitness and yoga and all that. I spend, like everyone knows, I spend anywhere from five to six, seven percent of my life. One percent equals 15 minutes, right? I'm spending 90 minutes, two hours a day. That includes everything from walking, weightlifting, yoga, stretching, cardio, whatever it is I do, I spend one to two hours a day minimum on myself because I'm passionate about that. And that shows in my work. 
There's no question. That shows in my work. It shows in the content that I put out because I'm trying to help people. I'd like to give people the tools for success. Everyone's heard that theory to teach a man to fish, don't give him a fish. You got to teach them to fish. I mean, that's what my videos do. They teach you how to energize through exercise and fitness, short five-minute workouts, 15-minute workouts, my 15-minute fat-burning workouts. They're awesome. For people who don't work out, who need guidance, that's a great tool. The five-minute fat-burning workouts, I did 100 days in a row of five-minute fat-burning workouts. I loved it. That's a process in and of itself that in order to truly love the process and be passionate about the process is going to help you to gather that knowledge and to advance yourself in that. Whatever it is, right? Whether it's putting out videos, like for instance, if you're into cooking, I have a friend of mine who's into cooking. Now he works for a restaurant. What he really wants to do is to put himself on tape. So I said to him, listen, why don't you just get a camera, spend a couple hundred bucks, set up a tripod, I'll help you do it, and have yourself cooking. And just do a daily cooking show or a weekly cooking show or baking, whatever you like to do. Just put it out there. You never know what's going to happen. Follow that passion. If it doesn't cost you a lot of money, it doesn't take a lot of time, why not do that on the site? Yes, I understand. You need a job. You need to make money, right? You got to pay the bills. No question. I'm not saying go out and quit your job. That's not what you should do. But if you're in a job that is a so-called dead-end job for you, where you don't see yourself being there for a long time, that's a perfect opportunity to explore, to continue to search for what makes you passionate and exciting and want to attack the world on a daily basis. So when you get up every day, you say, great, this is what I'm going to go for today. And you got to do the research, folks. There's so many resources available to you now with the internet. I mean, when I was growing up, forget about it. We didn't have that. There was no internet. You couldn't do the search. There were no job searches. You had to knock on doors. Okay. And that's another thing that most people don't do. In order to buck conventionality, you got to have balls. And what does that mean? You got to knock on doors. This woman who works for the state who talks about the flowers. Hey, honey, you got to go knock on doors. They're not going to come to you. They're not going to find you. Hey, I want to go find someone who could donate one or two hours a week to my business. That's not how it works. You have to go there. You got to feel the energy. They have to meet you. They have to see the passion, see the excitement. You're going to know. You're going to know very soon enough whether that's for you. And if it's not for you, no harm, no foul. You tell them, hey, I'm exploring. I want to determine if this is for me and it's not working out. No problem. Move on. But leave it on a positive note. No matter what you do, every single thing you do, you want to be the best you could possibly be. Don't go in there with a bad attitude. Yes, that happens sometimes in dead-end jobs that people have that they take just to pay the bills. I understand that, right? We all understand that. But it doesn't preclude you from searching. You got to keep searching and you got to keep pushing yourself to find that passion because finding it is going to enable you to buck conventionality because that's what this is about, folks. How could you be a better service to society and its people and how can you impact lives on a daily basis because at the end of the day as we said it's short and sweet right you got a bucket people don't follow the rules if they don't work for you don't be ashamed of saying no i don't want to be an attorney and follow in your footsteps and work for the family law firm no, I don't want to do that. Maybe you're a person who's into cars. Maybe you love restoring old cars. I mean, if that's the case, then maybe you go work for an auto body shop. You want to do it your way, opposing the customs that were imposed on you, and be strong enough and confident enough that if you follow that path, you're going to be happier, stronger, and more impactful in the long run to yourself and to society. No question. And it's not that you're frivolous, people. Don't think that you're frivolous because you try something and it's not for you and you move on. 
You got to have courage. Don't be afraid to buck conventionality because that's what it means to get your shit together. Again, it's your life. Get your shit together with your life, not someone else's life. Don't worry about what they think, what they say. It doesn't matter, people. What matters is what's important to you. What matters is it's what's going to drive you. Don't wait for someone else to figure it out. Don't call people and say, I can't figure it out. I don't know what I want to do. You know how many people, how many young people I talk to, they say, well, I I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what my passion is. Well, guess what? Start searching. Is it music? Is it cars? Is it flowers? It doesn't matter. Keep trying something different. There's so many jobs out there, 8, 10, 12 bucks an hour. You could get a job. That's a whole nother topic, right? How to find a job in 30 days. But you could get a job. It's about getting a job that's going to get your foot in the door that you can research and learn whether that's the right path for you, people. Don't wake up in 20 years and 30 years and say, shit, you know, I don't like my life. Because guess what? You're going to end up on the couch, either drinking or eating too much. No question. That's what society does. They fuel that unhappiness. Most of the time with beverages like alcohol or food, which puts the weight on and whatever. We're not even going to get into that. But don't be unhappy with your life 20, 30 years from now because you didn't have the balls to buck conventionality. Do it. You can do it. Anybody can do it. So that's our show for today, folks. And remember, stay positive, keep searching, keep exploring, find your passion, follow your passion, and that's what's going to help you buck conventionality and choose the right path for you. And we'll see you next time.